The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. You get to ask your medical and health questions today. Dr. Stengler is on the line. It's time for The Line of Fire with your host, biblical scholar and cultural commentator, Dr. Michael Brown. Your voice for moral sanity and spiritual clarity. Call 866-34-TRUTH to get on The Line of Fire. And now, here's your host, Dr. Michael Brown. We have not done this in quite a few months. I am thrilled to have my friend, colleague, and my personal doctor as well, Dr. Mark Stengler, with us on the line today to answer your health, nutrition, medical-related questions. You're going through something, wondering about how to treat this, how should you diagnose this. Obviously, does not take the place of your own doctor, but Dr. Stengler is happy to answer your questions. We also want to talk about some developments in California with COVID vaccines, things like that. But any health-related question, medical-related question, phone lines are open, 866-348-7884. And there is no charge for the call. Think of that. Dr. Stengler is in the house waiting for your calls, 866-348-7884. Also, I want to throw in something else. Dr. Stengler has studied much issues of of creation, young earth versus old earth. If you've got a question about that, uh, Dr. Stengler does a lot of apologetics. He does outreach on a regular basis, a weekly basis, uh, outreach in a park and interacting with people, goes in front of mosques with his son, Mark Jr., and they'll do outreach. So he's, he's involved in the front lines of a bunch of things, but we want to take advantage of this opportunity for you to call in with your medical, health, nutrition-related questions. Uh, Dr. Stangler, Mark, great to have you back on the air with us. Hi, Michael. Great to be back with you. You know, good timing. I just got my latest shipment of Stengler supplements. So uh, just came in today. I got the box to, to bring home with me. All right. Be- before we talk to other people, ask about other conditions, um, let's start here. What's happening now in California regarding COVID vaccines? What's the latest from Governor Newsom? Well, uh, Governor Newsom, he signed a bill September 30th called Bill Number 2098, referred to as, in layman's terms, the dis- disinformation COVID bill. And so basically what it says is a doctor's position, you cannot be advising on COVID prevention and treatment, anything that's outside of, of what the California government deems to be the only proper medical treatment. And so as a result, let's say you give some advice to a patient and it's not exactly with, with what the government deems it should be, then several things could happen, including losing your life. Right. So, so hang on. So there are standardized things that you're allowed to say or required to say. And if your medical opinion based on your own knowledge, research, experience differs from that, you're not allowed to share that? Yeah, and it's kind of a vague law. It doesn't say specifically, but, you know, the mainstream view would be, you know, obviously following the vaccine sequence. If you do have COVID, you know, the few treatments that are options to follow. Um, so it's, it's not really specific, but, you know, it's considered unprofessional conduct. You go outside those bounds. And so this is obviously something new in medicine where doctors and their patients 
are being pigeonholed into certain approaches, which may or may not, you know, apply to the patient's case, for example. I mean, let me just give you one quick example. I had a doctor friend um, whose son actually is like Olympic material for swimming, and he he had a bad reaction to the COVID vaccine. He had myocarditis, inflammation of the heart. This was confirmed by his cardiologist, who is not into holistic medicine or anything like that, just very mainstream, said, yeah, absolutely, this is due to the COVID vaccine, and, you know, if you have another one, you may even have more heart damage. And so the Olympic Committee, where he was doing his training, said, unless you get the second shot, you, you know, cannot train with us. And so, obviously, the, the father and the son were just, you know, beside themselves because this is his goal, you know, to train for the Olympics, and but does he want to risk more heart damage? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's common for people to get myocarditis from the COVID vaccine, one of the vaccines, um, although obviously we know it can happen. So it's just kind of a weird position. Let's say you're the doctor and, you, and this, you know, this, this athlete is a patient of yours and you're advising, well, you had this bad reaction, you had some heart damage, you're still trying to recover from, he never, he still hadn't been training yet. I mean, what are you supposed to do here? Obviously, you got to do what's in the best, you know, what's best for the patient and uh, understandable from the patient's perspective and the doctor's perspective, you'd probably be hesitant in recommending a, another vaccine anytime soon. So it puts the doctors in a weird position. All right, and then just to, just to follow up to that, you you you're not anti-vax. I remember when you were on previously, and someone asked you about getting a vaccine, and you said that the side effects is statistically are relatively minor compared to other. You know, you, you went through it just in a pragmatic way. But now there's talk of adding this to child, childhood vaccines that would just be part of a normal protocol. How do you feel about that? Yeah, the CDC has uh, voted on it, and it's, it is part of the childhood vaccines, although it's not mandated. It's not in the, in the category where, you know, a, a pediatrician or a family has to get it, but it is listed in kind of the normal vaccine schedule. Well, I mean, for children, I think it's, whole, it's a whole other ballgame. I mean, you look statistically, children that die from COVID, especially with what's going on around now with the Omicron, I mean, you're much more likely, you know, to have a serious car accident or die in a car accident, statistically. And so unless the child, you know, is just has uncontrolled asthma or some good reason to get it, I mean, it's, to me, it doesn't make sense to strongly consider it, in my opinion, I mean, for kids. Um, but I think, you know, I think parents and doctors should have the flexibility to, to weigh these things that decides what, what's best. I mean, it's always the type of thing with vaccines. Uh, the more your health is compromised, probably the more you should consider it. I mean, if we have a, if I have a senior, like, for example, I had a patient um, I've seen for years, him and his wife, and he's one of my few patients, actually, that smokes. Um, he's overweight. He has high blood pressure. He has chronic kidney disease. Um, and he's like pre-diabetic. So he's obviously at high risk for having problems with COVID. So he's the type of person, I mean, you know, he should strongly, I told him he should strongly consider getting the vaccine. I have a patient comes in, they're 25 years of age, and they're really, uh, for different reasons, psychologically, maybe spiritually, maybe experiences they've had, and they're concerned about getting the vaccine. I'm not going to harp on them that they should get that vaccine immediately. Uh, so I think, you know, it just depends on, on the, on the circumstance. You know, it is interesting, Michael, though, I was doing my research, uh, recently 
and a study came out in the New England Journal of Medicine, so of course very, very mainstream. This was in uh, March of 2022, and even back then they were looking at the effectiveness of um, COVID vaccines against the Omicron variant. And when you look at it, um, their findings were that, and I'm just quoting them now, our findings indicate that the vaccine effectiveness against symptomatic disease caused by the Omicron variant is substantially lower than with the Delta variant. After two doses, vaccine effectiveness waned rapidly with very limited vaccine effects seen from 20 weeks on. So what you find with a lot of the COVID vaccines, when you really look at the data, I mean, you seem to get some strong protection in 30 days. At 60 days, you really start to see a drop. So by the time you hit six months, I mean, the protection is, is, is quite weak. So it just seems if, if medicine's going to be very consistent, you basically should be recommending a vaccine every four to six months if you want to have, for someone to have good immunity, which probably isn't really practical. Got it. All right. So before we go to the phone, speaking of immunity, which I was about to raise, friends, go to vitaminmission.com, vitaminmission.com. There's a special code to use to give you a 10% discount on all of Dr. Stengler's health supplements, which are top of the line. I use them regularly on a daily basis for, for years now to supplement my healthy lifestyle. And Dr. Stengler, in turn, makes a donation to our ministry. So you're helping yourself. And you're helping others as well. So vitaminmission.com. Let's just take two or three minutes and then we'll start going to phone calls and other questions. If, if folks want to build up natural immunity, what's, what are some of the best practices they can engage in in their own health? And then what supplements would you recommend? Yeah, certainly the foundation of good immunity and health is going to be diet, exercise, stress reduction. I mean, there's just many, many studies on that, and that makes sense because that's the building block of your immune system, getting those phytonutrients in from plant foods, which keep your immune system working properly, keeping inflammation down. There's a lot of research, Michael, that people who have low inflammation levels in body, eating healthy, having a healthy lifestyle, um, they have less problems with infectious disease. So that's kind of the basis. A lot of my patients that use like a modified Mediterranean diet, very well studied, lower in grains and lower in carbs. Um, that generally works good. But the more you get the plant foods in, generally, the better your immune system is going to be. Uh, exercise 30 to 60 minutes a day make a tremendous difference in how your immune system functions. In terms of supplements, the more well-studied ones, definitely vitamin D. There's a lot of studies showing that people who have adequate vitamin D levels have lower risks of acute respiratory tract infections. And this goes from the flu to the common cold. And, of course, there's been several studies done on COVID as well. So vitamin D, I think, is very important. About 70% of people are, are low or deficient in vitamin D across the country. Another one I use a lot with patients is called N, like nice, N-acetylcysteine or NAC. And it's an antioxidant shown to boost immune function. And they have done studies in people, you know, in terms of the flu. And it seems to have a preventative effect on that as well. It boosts your body is what we call natural killer cells. And then I think a good multivitamin because there's many nutrients involved in a healthy functioning immune system. Vitamin C, selenium, uh, the carotenoids. There's many nutrients our immune system uses, which we should be getting from food, but a lot of people aren't. So we can have a, an immune system that works properly. And then just in 30 seconds, if there was one product in particular that you would recommend from your supplements, what would that be for immunity? 
Well, for people that seem to be very prone to getting sick easily in the wintertime, I would recommend our immune wellness. If they want just to, if they're generally pretty healthy, I'd recommend our Supreme Multi. Got it. All right, so friends, go to vitaminmission.com. There's a special code you'll see right there. But check out the immune wellness and then the super multivitamins, some of the ones you may want to start with. And you could, if, if you just get subscription renewal, then the, the discount applies and the donations will continue to come in to support our work. Hey, we come back, we're going to the phones. If you want to post your question on Facebook or YouTube chat, I'll ask the question for you to Dr. Sen. If you call, though, you can go back and forth. So you're suffering from a condition, you're struggling with good medical advice, here's your good chance to call. 866-348-7884. the line of fire with your host dr michael brown get on the line of fire by calling 866-34-TRUTH here again is dr michael brown thanks for joining us on a special friday edition of the line of fire with dr mark stengler ask uh, answering your health nutrition medical related <laughs> questions we'll get to some that have been posted on facebook and youtube but let's start on the phones with bill all right, Bill in Dayton, Ohio, is gone now, but he had a question about anthrax vaccine. Does does that general topic trigger something for you, Mark? I mean, not really. I mean, that's something that's been used with the military, not for the general population. Got it. Okay, so without knowing the specific question, Bill, we can't help. All right, uh, David asked this on YouTube. I have lower back pain from being wounded in Iraq and a spinal cord stimulator for my low back pain. Recently, I've had extra and new pain. What can I do to healthily manage this pain? Unfortunately, he's not here to go back and forth with, Mark, but anything you could tell him? Yeah, without knowing more specifics, I think some things to consider. Uh, number one, work with a practitioner that uses cold laser therapy. Laser is great in terms of reducing inflammation and pain in an area in a non-toxic way. I think working with a provider that specializes in body work, uh, like an osteopathic physician, um, there's different gentle techniques that can be used you know, to help out, including things like electroacupuncture. So I think there are some things he probably could get some benefit from, but he needs to work with a provider that you know specializes in this area. We actually have an osteopathic doctor in our clinic and those are the types of things we do to, to help people better. Got it. All right. Uh, Natalie asked this on YouTube. Uh, thoughts on whole food, plant-based diet? Obviously something that I can relate to, but go <laughs> ahead, please. Well, basically, you need to look at all the health gurus out there, the nutritional experts. I mean, you're not going to get any argument from anybody that the average American needs to get more whole food, plant-based foods in the diet. There's several reasons for that. I mean, we know if you want to get great cancer prevention, cardiovascular protection, other diseases, you're supposed to be getting seven to nine servings of fruits and vegetables a day. So, so only a very small percent of the population that is accomplishing that. And, you know, you do get things in, in plant foods, which you're not going to get in a lot of supplements, and that is phytonutrients. So these are nutrients unique to plants, which God has designed 
which have direct effects with the cells of our body, engineered to work with the cells of our body, the machinery within our cells to function better. So they're powerful antioxidants. They help our DNA to work better. Uh, they help detoxification. So that's why, you know, plant foods, who can't be benefit from getting more? Everyone can. Right. So if, if someone like me, I'm on a massively whole food, plant-based diet. When I say massively, I mean a giant salad every day, good amount of fruit every day. That's the vast bulk of, of what I eat. Where do you, so I have very, very little animal protein, maybe on average once a week, some grilled chicken or something like that, but that's a very, very tiny part of my intake. What, what do we need to look for or potentially supplement if that's how we're living? Yeah, what we find a lot of patients when we do blood work, uh, these patients tend to be low in omega-3 fatty acids, which keep inflammation down the body, makes up a lot of our brain cells, our skin, keeps inflammation down in our joints, protects your heart and cardiovascular system. So often low in omega-3, so if you want more of a, a, you know, a non-animal-based omega-3, you could take something like krill oil. You could take algae-derived omega-3. Of course, you know, we also use fish oil extracts with patients, very highly purified. We also find some of these patients, their iron stores are low, um, and sometimes their B12 levels are low, because B12 you mainly do get in animal products. So these are kind of things you should test, and of course, you know, I know, Michael, you, you test these things and make sure that they look good, but those are some of the susceptibilities people can have, uh, you know, just with a 100% plant-based diet. Got it, and, and as you've done my blood tests over the years, as, as of the show Vibrant Health, there's also, okay, supplement here, let's add a little bit in there to really balance everything out. So friends, again, go to vitaminmission.com, check out the supplements, Any anything there, any of the supplements of any kind in any quantity, you get a special discount for being one of our listeners that's posted right there. And then in turn, a donation is made on every purchase to help us reach more people. If you want to speak to Mark, Dr. Stengler by phone right now, a free consultation, overthink of that, right? Uh, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Okay, um, Tatum asked this on YouTube. What would Dr. Stengler recommend to help GERD acid reflux? Yeah, well, there's a few things. I mean, and this has been studied in terms of diet. I actually have an article published on this in, in a medical journal. You kind of Google my name and the topic may come up, but basically a few things. I mean, there's some commonalities with acid reflux or GERD, which stands for gastroesophageal reflux disease. And that's basically what's happening is this, this uh, valve, this lower esophageal sphincter valve, uh, before food gets in the stomach, opens up and the stomach acid comes up, up the esophagus, and even go up into the you know, throat and the mouth in more severe cases. A lot of these patients, they are sensitive to alcohol, spicy foods, fatty foods, there have, been, there have been published studies on the Mediterranean diet showing that helps people improve with GERD. We certainly find a lot of people get aggravated if they eat in the evening. You should, you should have your last meal by 6, 6.30. Do not eat late in the evening. That helps a lot of patients with GERD. And then actually in our, in our supplement line, Michael, we have a product called Reflux Wellness. And we have an herbal formula that comes out of Italy, which has published human research on it showing it's very effective in helping to improve GERD. And so these are the things people can do in addition to losing weight. A lot of people, because they get pressure 
on that lower valve from being overweight in their abdomen. Losing weight uh, is very important too in the long run to control GERD. So it's diet, losing weight, and then third would be supplements. So when we first met, it was at an apologetics conference in California, and different people each day were kind of host sponsors and making sure the guests had meals. So that's how we began to chat. And you had followed my ministry with apologetics and immediately began to talk about our commonality with healthy living and eating. So I just did what Nancy, my wife, told me to do. She had studied nutrition for years when she read Dr. Joel Furman, things made sense to her. She started living differently. When I knew I had to make a change, we implemented these things. But there, there's something no way around it. I mean, I tried to get around it for decades, but there's no way around the foundation of putting things in our body that work together with the body the way God created it. I mean, it, it does boil down to that, doesn't it? Well, it really does. I mean, if you take a design view or a Christian worldview to how the body works, it's, you know, it doesn't take a rock scientist to figure out the body is designed. And so because our cells require nutrients to be able to function, and also most of the cells in our body have a turnover. In other words, we replace old cells with healthy cells, which is another part of the design, of course, of the body doesn't wear out as rapidly. And so foods, foods are the building blocks. They're the substrates that allow the cells to regenerate, uh, allow the cells to perform, which protect your DNA from being damaged and all these things. So you're right. You could do a bunch of fancy things. You could exercise well. You could have good attitude. You could um, even take fancy supplements. But if you don't do the foundational things, starting with the diet, I mean, <laughs> there, there's thousands upon thousands of studies showing this is going to predispose you to disease, not living as long, and um, not having as high of a quality of life. Yeah, and look, I'm, I'm 67 and thriving in exceptional ways. And, and I know if I had been eating the way I've been eating for years, I might not be alive today. If I, if I was alive, I would certainly, without question, not be thriving the way I'm thriving now. 866-348-7884 for your questions. This is from Sylvia on Facebook. And Mark, we may have to finish this on the other side of the break. I was recently diagnosed with Sojourn Syndrome. What can you tell me about this? I've been extremely tired and also very dry mouth and pain in different parts of my body. Yeah, and let me know when we need to stop here, Michael. But Sjogren Syndrome is an autoimmune condition, and it's characterized by dryness of the eyes, dryness of the mouth. You can have joint pain, fatigue. Those are common symptoms, so it is autoimmune. So it is more common in women. Now, part of that seems to be due to hormone balance. So we do find with women, when we balance out their hormones, like their estrogen, progesterone, their stress hormones, sometimes we use natural hormone replacement, that can help. In addition, this is one of the cases where we'd use a medication in a holistic manner. You may want to work with a doctor on a medication called low-dose naltrexone, naltrexone with an N. This is a medication used to help people wean off opioid medications. But what they found is when you use a very small amount of it, it helps to calm down the immune system for autoimmune disease. So integrative doctors like myself around the country, now around the world, are using a lot for autoimmune conditions. There's a, some decent published research on that showing it's helpful. And so we, we, I have found patients with Sjogren's uh, by addressing the diet, the hormone balance in women, getting on high-dose fish oil, and then using the low-dose naltrexone, we actually can get some really marked improvement in these patients. 
Excellent. Excellent. All right. We've got a bunch of questions uh, backed up on, on YouTube, Facebook. We're going to get to, we'll get to callers next on the other side of the break. Friends, one of the special highlights on our Israel trip in May is that Dr. Mark and Dr. Angela Stengler will be with us. And just like we're going to do a night asking me questions or sitting in on a radio show, we're going to have a night of Ask Doctors Stengler. So we'll find out about Angela's areas of specialization. But if you're with us in the Israel trip, God willing, this is the plan. We're going to have one night as the Stengler's going to be with us where you can ask them all kinds of health, medical, nutrition, all kinds of interesting questions. All right, 866 888-7884 to get on the phone with Dr. Stengler and to join us in Israel, go to askdrbrown.org askdrbrown.org We'll be right back. It's The Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Get on The Line of Fire by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. This is your opportunity to speak directly with Dr. Mark Stengler with your health-related questions, 866-34-TRUTH. All right, before we go to the phones and some of the YouTube questions we have waiting, Mark, what are Angela's areas of specialization? Yeah, Angela really focuses... Yeah, on the women's health and children's health. Those are the two. She was also trained in uh, obstetrics and and child delivery, but she focuses on kids and women's health. Wonderful. All right, so friends, if you're with us in Israel on our trip, uh, you'll have an opportunity. Yeah, this is a special bonus suggested by Dr. Stengler. Ask Doctors Stengler. We'll have Ask Dr. Brown Knight, Ask Dr. Stengler Knight as, as supplements to the amazing tour of Israel. All right, we go to Washington, D.C., Virginia. You are on the line of fire with Dr. Stengler. Go ahead. Hi, Dr. Michael. Uh, good, to, good to hear uh, your program again. Um, I have a question related to Hashimoto's disease. It is related to the functioning of your thyroid and an autoimmune disease. Um, I've, been, <clears throat> I've been prescribed with... Um, a daily pill to just get my um, system going on as far as uh, my metabolism and hormonal uh, functioning. So it's it's been uh, quite discouraging as uh, medically they've only subscribed me this pill and I don't have any other advice around vitamins or a better uh, healthy diet and as far as um, any products that I, be, I should be avoiding. So uh, I just wanted uh, the thoughts of uh, Dr. Sangler. Sure, yes, thank you. And I actually have a specialty on thyroid treatment in my clinic, uh, treating patients naturally or with uh, thyroid hormone replacement. And so Hashimoto's thyroiditis is an autoimmune condition, as you know, where, where the, your immune system attacks your thyroid gland tissue, and it's the cause of 85% of cases where people have low thyroid or under-functioning thyroid. So some people with this condition, they, their thyroid gets so low, they need thyroid replacement therapy. Um, in terms of studies, there has been a number of studies published on this showing that a lot of people with Hashimoto's do have gluten sensitivity or gluten allergy, which seems to trigger more of the autoimmune reaction. So a gluten-free diet for four months uh, is worth doing to see if it helps with the thyroid antibodies and thyroid function. 
addition, there have been studies showing that uh, people with vitamin D deficiency are more prone to developing Hashimoto's thyroiditis. We also know that there's two supplement studies shown to help reduce the antibodies in Hashimoto's thyroiditis, as well as improving thyroid hormone levels. And those are selenium and one called myo-inositol. And I actually developed a product because this is so common called Hashimmune Wellness. You can see at vitaminmission.com, Hashimmune Wellness, where we have the myo-inositol and selenium at the same dosages that multiple published studies have used, and they've shown benefit in thyroid function and reducing autoimmunity. So it's something you could do and be monitored by your doctor and, and hopefully look for improvement. Thank you very much. Very blessed with your answer, doctor. Thank you. Yeah, and by the way, just a team member here joining in with a family member of his, same treatment that you're recommending, Mark, and saying it, it works. Friends, go to vitaminmission.com, vitaminmission.com. Check out the supplements. Use the special code to get a special discount. All right, uh, a YouTube question, then we go right back to uh, right back to the phones. Good Hope asks, how can I find believing doctors for my parents for telemedicine, someone who would have their back in a hospital situation? That's a big question. Any thoughts? Yeah, that's kind of a tricky one. I mean, there are Christian medical associations. Uh, you can Google like Christian medical association. There are associations where doctors who are Christian uh, hold to the fundamental beliefs of Christianity. There, there are organizations where you can identify these doctors. So that's probably your, your best resource. Number two, perhaps um, ask people at uh, local churches in the area who, you know, the Christian doctors are in the area. They would most likely know as well. So those are kind of two ways to approach it. Got it. All right, let's go back to the phones with Monique in Greensboro, North Carolina. Thanks for calling the line of fire. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, so rapid fire, I'll try. I am currently on dialysis. I have been for over 12 years. I'm only 43. The biopsy supposedly shows lupus, but praise God, I've never had to have a rheumatologist or anything this med. Um, I say this for a reason. It happened a couple years after my mother passed. Um, I know that really traumatized me. So the question now, though, the dilemma, doctor, as you know, both of you probably, um, but especially the medical doctor there, all the things that are healthy can potentially kill you with dialysis, with the potassium, and you can't have magnesium, and all those things. So my question is, it, it's been a great trial before the Lord I've, I've prayed about, that wasn't good at eating before. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but now we add the added factor of the dialysis diet, which is very restrictive, the money to buy the food, and so all I do now, uh, asking God to help me use what I have, um, and, and in trying to get in the right mindset, too, is just turmeric, and I put that in my usually green tea. So is there anything, everybody mostly says it's a wash with dialysis, but there's some hospital in China that has all these different, I don't know if you're aware of that, but just some help with the dialysis thing, uh, and as a closing, I'll tell you, I am expecting a divine healing based on a word I got well before I even knew it came up, because I had no idea. Um, so I'm banking on that, but I know, as you said, you know, God created the body and then foods to work with it, so what can I do there, and I certainly won't try to burden you with who do I go to here in Greensboro, North Carolina. <laughs> Yep. Thank you. Dr. Stangler, over to you. 
Yeah, no, I appreciate the question. And, and of course, you know, the, the lady was exactly correct. It's a very, very tricky situation with dialysis uh, because mineral imbalances can happen quite quickly um, and, and cause major metabolic problems. So that's why definitely someone on dialysis cannot be taking supplements doing dramatic diet changes without the supervision of the doctor and getting blood work done. Now I would say this, there's certainly things you can do with a patient with supplements, with nutrients to help, you know, with the body's health in general. But if you're on dialysis, um, there's no way to really do it properly unless you're getting really frequent blood work done with a doctor and really tracking if you're using supplements and diet or else you can cause problems. And don't get me wrong, I, I haven't seen where someone on dialysis at that stage where we make the diet changes and supplements, I have not seen um, where it's reversed, where they don't need dialysis. I mean, obviously God can do anything. I just haven't seen it. So um, I just don't want to give false expectations. But the trick is you'd have to have a doctor who's doing blood work really uh, routinely to be able to monitor when you're making dietary changes, more so just so you feel better, so your health is better. Um, you know, the kidney function's gone, so you're not going to be able to regenerate those scarred uh, renal cells. So that, that's, it, it's a difficult one, to be honest. All right. Hey, thank you for the input, Monique. May, may God's grace be there. May healing come in, in the midst of everything that you're doing. I appreciate it. Uh, let's go over to a question from Josh on YouTube. Thanks for your donation also, Josh. And he asked this. Does Dr. Stangler do consultations to help get on a healthy diet to lose weight and be more healthy like you have done, Dr. Brown? Yeah. Excuse me. Yes, Dr. Angela and I do. We do do telemedicine, people in other areas. We don't do the full scope of practice, obviously, for patients who are in California. So, in other words, you know, we're not your primary doctor. We're not prescribing medications. But, yes, we can help people with diet, supplements, other things. You know, through testing and, and talking to the patient to help them out, so that that is possible. So, say like with me, uh, I, when I've been in California, I've gone over to the clinic, had blood work done there, but then last year, just said, "Hey, just get it done locally." So, get it done locally. Sent the results get sent to you immediately. Then we go over it on the phone. So you you'd start. It, let's say you're doing something like that. You can do that and then give the recommendations. Interact give incentives, encouragement, guidelines. So folks wanted to set up a telemedicine appointment with you. What's what's the way they go about doing that? Yeah, the best is just go to our website, markstengler.com, and then there's ways to communicate with us there, you know, via phone or via chat and things like that. So that would be the best way. But you're right. I mean, we can still do labs and stuff with people and then give them you know, dietary and, and supplemental advice and things like that. But we can't be their primary doctor, but we can, you know, help the person and in, in, in communication with the doctor, maybe some things they should look at doing and maybe tweaking some medications and, and things like that. All right. 866-348-7884. Take advantage of the opportunity to ask Dr. Stengler your, your own question. It could be for you or it could be for someone that you're close to. Uh, let's go to Patricia. All right. Whoops, we were going to Patrice in Durham, North Carolina. I'm, I'm just intrigued. She's not here with us because she couldn't hold. But it was spelled out H uh, and then Pi or P-I-E, Lori. She has oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what yeah. is that condition? Well, that's a bacteria that infects the stomach known as Helicobacter pylori or abbreviated H. pylori. Very, very common. It can infect the stomach, so you'd be prone to stomach pain. 
uh, can aggravate acid reflux. Undiagnosed, untreated over many years could increase your risk of stomach cancer. So that is diagnosed uh, by two ways normally. Number one, you can do a stool test. Number two, you can do a breath test and diagnose it. Uh, the conventional treatment is called triple therapy. It's where you're on a couple antibiotics plus a, a, a PPI or antacid medication. That's conventional therapy. Most of our patients, I say 90% of them, we actually treat differently. Uh, we use a product um, you can see at the website there called Pylori Wellness. It has an herbal extract called Mastic Gum, which actually kills the H. pylori bacteria studies show, along with high-dose probiotics like our Megaflora. And so for most of our patients, we'll have them get the sugar down their diet, take those supplements, and then recheck uh, their stool or breath test after six weeks uh, to see if it's normalized. And in a high percentage of cases, it is. The patient feels better, their pain's gone, they no longer have it. In the small percent of cases where it's not going away, then we would give them the antibiotic therapy. That's how we do it. All right, so friends, check it out, Vitamin Mission. Dot com. I've, I've got a specific vitamin supplement related question. We come back with Dr. Mark Stanley. Just a few minutes to go. So still time to get your calls in 866-348-784. But check out vitaminmission.com. Supplements I've used myself that have supplemented my healthy lifestyle. Been a great blessing to me. Now, Dr. Stanley wants to be a blessing to you. He actually suggested it. Hey, why don't we give a discount to your listeners, and I'll give a donation to the ministry so everything comes in. Our one and only official sponsor, Dr. Mark Stengler, vitaminmission.com. We'll come straight back to your calls, YouTube questions, and my question, too. The Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Get on the Line of Fire by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Thanks, friends, for joining us on the Line of Fire. Okay, just quickly, Mark, because I want to get to a few more questions that have been posted and some callers. There are a lot of supplements out. Everyone's trying to do well and put out healthy supplements. I know that there's a lot that goes into yours and certain science that goes into them and very high standards that are kept. What do you think are some of the the most important things that go into your supplements that that make them really excellent? Oh, hang on. You know what would help? It would help, Mark, if I brought you on the air. Go ahead. Sorry (laughs) about that. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, our supplements are unique in that they are made hypoallergenic, so they're they're free of dyes, coloring agents, other excipients. So people who are sensitive, you know, very sensitive to reacting to things, that is unique about our supplements, which a lot of supplements, you do contain these things. Number two, the formulas, the condition-specific formulas, they are based on published research. So I do not have any formulas where it's for a certain condition which does not have published uh, studies on it uh, demonstrating the effectiveness and so we duplicate uh, the ingredient or ingredients at the same dosage and concentration as, as the studies use. Sometimes in the supplement world, what you do see are supplements, they look impressive. Maybe they have a lot of things in them. But for the trained eye, they're very disappointing because, well, they may have a lot of things in them. The doses are so far from what the studies used, uh, a person cannot get a therapeutic effect from them. 
So those are some things people may not know about. And, and at this time of year, what supplements seem to be the most popular with your customers and clients? Well, our multivitamin, Supreme Multi, is always very popular. Our vitamin D3 with K2 is always very popular. Our fish oil is always very popular. But we do sell a lot of things related to mood and stress, like our adrenal wellness, which helps to keep stress hormones balanced, help with energy. That's very common. Our relaxes for people who are feeling very anxious, uh, that's commonly used. And then with the holidays coming up, people eating out more, large meals, not eating as healthy, our digestive wellness omega flora to help prevent and treat digestive problems are pretty popular as well. All right, so friends, vitaminmission.com. That's the place to go. Use the special discount code that you get as a line of fire listener and sample. Get a bunch of different things, check them out, and then see what really works well for you. All right, we go to Jim in Greensboro, North Carolina. Welcome to the line of fire. Well, thank you very kindly. Good afternoon, Dr. Brown. I have a question pertaining to um, home remedy. I had to move from one part of the house to another part because the radio is on. My wife is listening to another part of the house. Uh, I was told some years ago that raisins, gene and raisins, were very effective for helping arthritic pain. Uh, member of a church told me, and I've heard other people say the same thing. So have you ever heard it? Now, I don't have arthritis, but have you ever heard of such a remedy? Yes. Did you, Sir, did you say gin and raisins? Yes. Yeah, I've heard people say that. I mean, I don't see any medical basis for it, you know, at all, other than alcohol can, you know, temporarily reduce pain levels. Um, but no, and, and raisins, raisins are high in antioxidants. They're also very high in sugar. So we, our patients, we don't advise that they eat, you know, high amounts of, of them at a time. So no, I do not know of any medical literature or, uh, or experience with patients where it's something we would, you know, recommend. Now, now Mark, there's a massive book that, that, that you authored, co-authored with, with home remedies of different kinds. What's the title of that? Yes, prescription for natural cures. That's where we do highlight all the different conditions and things which have been studied naturally with the scientific references in them. And yeah, I think almost three quarters of a million people have bought that book. Right, and it's been translated into many languages. In fact, when I sat in your office, I looked at the Hebrew one and then the introduction to it, they said it's basically the, the Bible of, of home remedies. So Jim, there, there are home remedies, but this doesn't seem to be one of them. And um, th- thanks for the call, sir, and thanks for your wife listening as, as well. Uh, in fact, when I started to develop arthritis in, in, my, in my fingers and hands, I thought, just it doesn't seem like this is something I should be dealing with. And anyway, it's, it's reality. It, you know, it's there, indisputably, it's there on x-rays. But, but I've been taking the Joint Plus supplements for years. And when I went back after two or three years back to the doctor, Everything had stayed the way it was. Nothing had progressed. Nothing had gotten worse, which he was pleased to see and I was pleased to see. So what, what is in the Joint Plus supplements? How does it help with that? Yeah, Joint Plus has a, a very potent turmeric, which is anti-inflammatory. And then it has glucosamine sulfate, which has many published studies on it for osteoarthritis, where your cartilage starts to degenerate. And it also has collagen, a special type of type 2 collagen our body uses to make cartilage and connective tissue. And 
that has um, good human studies on it as well. So it's really the combination of those things. So most people with osteoarthritis, they take the right stuff and the right dose, they can get improvements. But like we said, if you eat better, if you exercise, you know, get proper sleep, they'll work even better. But supplements, without a doubt, in the published literature, the right ones can help improve symptoms of osteoarthritis, the most common form of arthritis people get in their hands, their knees, and other joints. Got it. All right. Darren asks on YouTube, what are your thoughts on low naltrexone LDN? Yes, the low-dose naltrexone or LDN, that's what I had commented on the lady who called about the Sjogren syndrome, that autoimmune disease. And so as integrative doctors, what we do is as much as possible, we use nutrition, diet, exercise, supplements, natural hormones. But if we need to use pharmaceuticals, we will use those. Now, low-dose naltrexone is unique in that you're not using the regular dose of the medication, but there's emerging published research showing that it helps to reduce the autoimmune response by the body. And when you do that, you know, people with autoimmune conditions, their symptoms can greatly improve. So Dr. Angela and I, we prescribe that a fair amount in terms of, you know, pharmaceuticals. We don't prescribe a lot of pharmaceuticals. We do and we have to, but that is one of the ones that we do use with autoimmune diseases, which can be, you know, can be more difficult to treat. And so along with diet and other natural supplements and things. The low-dose naltrexone really is being used a lot by integrative doctors where we're combining the best of, you know, conventional medicine and, and holistic medicine. And we see we see very high response rates with it and side effects. The side effect potential with that medication is extremely low. All right, excellent. And we've got maybe about three minutes to go. So Lisa in Virginia, you're on the air. If you could ask your question quickly, we can get it to yes. Dr. Stangler. Go Great. ahead. Quick question. Thank you, Dr. Brown. My question is, what do you think about um, modified foods and farm-raised versus wild foods? You know, like salmon and, you know, foods without fruits and stuff like that. Fruits without seeds. <laughs> you yeah. Know, so things that are modified. Mm -hmm. Yeah, genetically modified organisms, GMO. Yeah, certainly, you know, that's, they're not optimal. I mean, you know, it's not optimal in terms of interacting with your own cells, our own DNA, and so forth. So, you know, for our patients, it's a bigger thing in here in California, you know, avoiding GMO uh, foods and, and products. So it's more popular here. But I agree with people should be trying to limit that. That is true. And, and I'm sorry, what was the second part of the question? Yeah, the sec farm second part. Salmon? Farm raised salmon? Yeah, wild, wild. Oh, right. Yeah, wild. Yeah, say like wild salmon versus farm raised. Well, no doubt the nutritional composition of, of wild salmon would be superior to farm raised. However, I wouldn't go to the point and tell a patient, don't eat farm-raised salmon um, at all, especially if you can't get, you know, wild salmon due to cost or availability. It's still better you get it and get some of the omega-3s and the protein and stuff and avoid it. But obviously, whenever possible, try and get, try and get the, you know, the, the wild salmon or the more natural foods. All right. Thank you for the call. And uh, we are out of time. So uh, thanks for those who posted questions. You know, Mark, sometimes I'll see someone on our Ask Dr. Brown Facebook page will we'll post a question, an acute medical question asking for my advice. <laughs> I tell them, I pray for you, and I can tell you about divine healing, but I'm not a medical doctor. So I love being able to, to go to you uh, with questions and, and issues that come up. It's been a real blessing. Again, friends, Dr. Mark and Dr. Angela Stengler, 
will be with us on the Israel trip. In fact, Mark, you're the one that got me thinking about going back to Israel after we had had to cancel because of COVID. I thought, you know, maybe I'll just stop doing these tours, which Nancy subsequently told me was a stupid idea to stop. (laughs) But I thought, you know, maybe I'll just do what I did before, just go to Israel and minister. And and you were the first that said, hey, when you go back to Israel, we want to go. So we're planning on having an amazing time there. And uh, we'll get to talk apologetics, all kinds of uh, fascinating things. So thanks so much for being there for us. And, and thanks for being there for our listeners today. And can't wait to see you in Israel. God bless. Yeah, you too, Michael. Great to be with you. All right. Thank you so much. So a little shout out to our call screener, Dwayne, who had to type in all of these medical terms today. On the air. We, we appreciate you doing that. And uh, yeah, Dwayne, no, we always need the subject. I'm just interacting with him here. We always, all the callers, I need name, city, uh, state, and the subject for sure. But today he's, he's typing in these medical, th- I've never heard of any of the medical terms, almost none of them whatsoever. He's got to type them in while we're getting flooded with calls. So uh, appreciate the extra effort there. And uh, all of you who posted on YouTube, Facebook, thanks for, for your interest as well. So one last time, vitamin mission.com they really are high quality supplements you get a discount by being one of our listeners and then in turn you know you have the joy of supporting this outreach every single day so back with you on monday join us online in the meantime at askdrbrown.org and all my friends in huntsville alabama see you tomorrow Another program powered by the Truth Network.